This week on the MIC, I sit down with the founder of Koch Creatives. We talk all about creativity, infusing your Caribbean background into your work and what it's like running a creative business as a mom of two. It is a really fun, inspiring and insightful episode and I'd love for you to tune in. Trigger warning, we do talk a bit about child loss. Since recording this episode, Koch Creatives has merged with a company called Malcolm's Choice. They now go by the name KWM, which stands for Keep Wealth Melanated. Welcome back on the MIC, mamas. We have a really great guest today. I want to introduce Anisha, the founder of Koch Creatives. Awesome. You said it correctly. I'm really I did. You did. Sometimes <laughs> people get it wrong. What do people it. say? How do they what do they call it? They just stutter when they're saying it. Oh. Someone actually the other day said uh crotch creative. Stop. <laughs> Do you know what I think of when I think of the name? I think of like I don't even know if that's a if this is a word that you guys use in Canada, but like to cotch is like to chill. That's exactly what I was oh. about to say. It's a Jamaican term. Yeah, it's a Jamaican, exactly. Yes. So it just exactly. means, you know, just to chill, to exactly. you know, just cut just exactly. to cotch. Exactly. Yeah. Cut. Exactly. So um that's what I thought of is immediately right. so is that's the purpose of Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yes, I got the I hit it on the nail on the head. <laughs> So we just met, guys. We just met. We did. Um, this is our first conversation. So I actually want to do a few little icebreaker questions so that we can just kind of get a feel for each other. And then right, we can do get it. right into it. So this is all about creativity. You're a creative and your company is a creative company. And so mm-hmm. let's talk creativity a bit. What is your favorite creative medium? Photography, videography, painting. Like, what's your favorite medium? Um movement moving my body so like dance dance and um yoga oh okay um yeah yoga is my favorite i would say um it's my favorite way to catch (laughs) (laughs) i love that favorite way to catch um and then i also love the arts so like visual arts i love writing as well um yeah those, those are my yeah. Top go-to. I actually want to get into yoga. It just seems that I've th- I've tried it before mm-hmm. twice, and it seems very it's very t- physically taxing. It it's harder than it looks. Ah, uh, yeah, and I think it also depends on who introduces you to yoga. Yeah. Um, true. when I first got introduced to it, I was very turned off by it. It actually took me about three tries and three different people to introduce me to it to really fall in love with it. Why is that? Um, it just depends on the person and how they, you know, everyone teaches differently and everyone Mm. learns differently. So if you and the teacher don't really click, um, you might not receive what they're instructing you to do, uh, properly versus, you know, someone else. So, Mm. I actually really did enjoy it. I just find a challenge with like remaining consistent when it comes Mm. to physical activity. So that's something I'm working on in my Mm -hmm. life. (laughs) Getting better at that. My favorite creative medium would be singing. Oh, you're a singer. Yeah. Yes. So I love that. And that is my favorite. Awesome. Yeah. Without a doubt. Okay. Next one. What was your favorite subject in school? Um, the art. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I love the art. Um, and it was sad because none of my friends ever want, never wanted to take art, but I always loved the art and I loved English. Mm, Me too. Um, yeah, so those are my top two uh, go-tos. It's just a way of expressing yourself. Yeah, yeah. mine was definitely English as well, but drama and theatre studies. Drama as well, was yeah. Was like my top. And scene. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely a theatre girl, a thespian. 
don't kill me. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so let's talk about Koch Creatives. Tell me more about the work that you do. What is it? Mm. And yeah, what made you start it? All of that, all the things. Sure. So like you said, Koch, it is essentially a Jamaican term and it means to chill, to rest, to relax, to just find that moment of peace. Mm. Um, and then I believe that when you Koch, when you find that moment of peace, that's when you can then create the life that you want for yourself. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so uh, growing up, um, my house was always that place that my friends wanted to come over and chill. Like I never used to go to my friend's house. They would always come to my house. And they would catch. Um, <laughs> and my dad would always say, like, how come your friends always just want to come and catch? Come and catch. And I'd be like, that's what happens when you create a safe space um, for people to feel comfortable. They never want to leave type mm. of thing. Um, and I've just always been a creative wanting to create new things or just express myself. And I don't know. God just planted that seed from a young age. And the older I got, the more I learned about business was the more I'm like, okay, Nisha, you need to take this up a notch. Um, so Koch has two parts. It is a product-based business where um, we sell creative artistic decor. Oh, um, love it. So artwork and also stationary I've items. See the green cards yeah, and stuff green like cards, that. Yeah. Um, journals, planners, all those great stuff. And then the other part of it is more community based. So um, depending on what I feel is needed in the community at that time, I then go in and create an event to kind of solve that solve that problem. Okay. Um, so that's kind of what that is. It's it's really a community of encouraging you to coach so that you can then create the life that you want for yourself. And essentially, mm. it'll just make the world a better place. Yeah, mm. I love that. And so what's that been like? Um, I mean, running that, how, how is it going? How has it been? Um, it's had its ups and its downs, <laughs> yeah. of course. Um, but it's really been a learning experience for me um, and kind of just aligning myself with my purpose and um just building some deep uh, connections um but it yeah it has its it's like anything actually it has its challenges of course um but i it it has been rewarding i would say um and it pushes me outside of my comfort zone Ooh, right? yeah um which i absolutely love even if it is fearful for a moment i love that it pushes me outside of my comfort zone because that that is confirmation that i'm growing yes right yes yeah and i think um this is something that a lot of people don't realize that mm. like when you're a creative person you need challenges in order to stir up your creativity exactly. otherwise you run into like creative block mm -hmm. it's like you don't know what to create you don't know what to do and that's because you're not being challenged mm -hmm. um and so you need to run into these you know these blockages like even with this podcast right i will tell you i've had so many like challenges with it it's it's mm -hmm. really a difficult thing to put together <laughs> i can imagine <laughs> it's just so hard and i find it so challenging from like just i don't know production yeah. booking guests mm -hmm. like just the whole thing of it like just um uh funding it all of it everything mm -hmm. to do with it but because it's so challenging it's it's pushing my creativity and it's kind of kind of pulled me out of like this creative rut that I, I was in, I guess. Yeah. Cause it's just making me think and it's making me try new things. It's mm -hmm. like a, it's a new medium. Mm -hmm. I also find that creatives are often 
skilled in many different mediums. Yeah, I agree. Like we can dip in and out of this, that, I and the other. We're like, creative. Yeah. <laughs> like have like sometimes I'll be around people and I might be just humming a song and they're like, oh, you can sing? And I'm like, what part of I'm a creative don't, <laughs> don't you, get are you not getting? Like what's not clicking? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> mm. So motherhood okay so your your little ones are one and two yeah basically you're 18 months and three 18 months and three okay and so what is that like running a creative business with two lords um because girl give me some tips because i only have one little one i've got a three-year-old and child yeah it is literally child is right it is it is challenging um i need to shout out you know hubby my parents because honestly being a mother, you need to have a support system. Facts. It is, it's, it's crucial. <laughs> it's crucial, not only for yourself, like your sanity, but for the child as well. Like mm. they need that interaction with others. Um, but aside from that, um, some things that I do to kind of find that balance is um, I write things down. Um, I have a planner. Like you just have to be really intentional with your time. Yeah. Um, and when you set deadlines, you have to be, just have that integrity with yourself. Okay. Because a lot of people, whether you're a mom or not, I find, let's say they'll set a deadline for themselves. That deadline comes and be like, oh, I'll just push it till next week. Yeah. Right. But you have to have that integrity with yourself when you say you're going to do something and you actually, you know, you do it. Um, and another thing that I do is I actually wake up in the middle of the night to do my creative work oh yes um my downtime is yes. when the babies are sleeping that's really my yes. di- my downtime <laughs> so um yeah i just you just gotta f- if you want something bad enough you'll f- you'll find you'll just figure you'll it just, out yeah. yeah it's true and like I, i'm the same i'm not a morning i'm not a night person i've always been a morning, morning person. Yeah, exactly i've never been a night owl and mm-hmm. um i could never function at night mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. even now I know. I have to get my to bed bedtime at 10. Is, girl, my bedtime is 8 o'clock. <laughs> I have to get bed, get to bed at a decent hour. No, absolutely. I have my cup of tea, my biscuits. I watch a movie and then I'm going to You're bed. Done. Yeah. I have to be in bed by 10. But I find that like once my little one's gone to bed, mm-hmm. that is when I can focus and concentrate. Mm-hmm. In the day, it's like mum brain is Yeah, growing. you're on the go. Even when I'm at work, I'm still thinking like, oh, is she this? Is she that? Has mm-hmm. she eaten yet? Mm-hmm. And whoever's looking after her, I'll be messaging her. Has she did, 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 is she everything mm-hmm. okay? It's not until she goes to bed that I can just like create. Cotch and create. Cotch and create. That's it. That's it, sis. <laughs> That's it. That's Cotch it. creatives. I love that. Did you have did you have Cotch creatives before your, your children were born? Yeah. And so what was that transition like? Um, just kind of like a confirmation that I'm on the right track. Oh. Um, yeah. Confirmation that I was on the right track. And I had my babies during COVID. Um, and I had uh, pretty high-risk pregnancies as well where I was on bed and rest. So I, I was coaching the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so um, while I was doing that, it was kind of like... Um, you know, there's a lot of things that go through your mind when you when you when you first find out you're pregnant. Yeah. And then having your child. Yeah. And then seeing your child grow, right? Um and recently I feel like I've had an epiphany or just a, a change in my in my whole life where um 
it's like what am i going to pass on to my child okay yeah that's deep <laughs> yeah what am i going to pass on to my child um and it was kind of it kind of ignited me like okay you really got to do this mm. like i don't want i don't knock anyone from having a nine to five i think nine to fives are great mm -hmm. but i also believe your nine to five should fund your dream should fund your 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 je purpose your yeah, passion absolutely yeah. right um, because you can't pass that nine to five down to your children. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. And I think it's, it, that's a diff, that is a conversation. I think specifically, not even spe everyone may, um, can have access to, you know, their own side businesses or whatever it is mm. that they want to do. But specifically creatives have this drive and this need to make something mm -hmm. like to create something. Absolutely. And, um, it's not something that we can shut off. It's not. So even if we do have just like a regular job, there is always that thing that just says, I want to make something. I want to create something. Seriously. You just cannot, you can't not. Seriously. And it's like a, it's like a God given thing. You know, they say like we're made in God's image and God is a creator. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's like us. We just can't just sit there. We have to yeah. just make. Yeah. And I think even like, it's even symbolic of the fact that you, you, okay. So you became a mom and you started a community called mindful moms. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. I became a mom and I created Mums in Control. Yeah. Creatives can't help us. That we cannot at help all, ourselves. At all. <laughs> like if I'm not creating for a, a period of time, I feel like I'm going through withdrawals. Like creativity yeah, like, withdrawals. I mean, must create. I <laughs> yeah. get what you mean, and it's like it's this need to make something that we wish existed, mm -hmm. or just to make something. Period. Or maybe we've gone through going through something in our life that has inspired something, and we're like, mm -hmm. I need to just make that come alive absolutely and so i love that your business is like it gives you the flexibility to create whatever you feel like making yeah. and yeah. i think that's something that um is needed because i i, I mean i made the mi not mistake but i did this thing where i kind of put myself in a bit of a box okay with my creativity at first i have a marketing agency mm -hmm. which does allow me to be flexible to work with different brands and to create different types of projects but it still always was around marketing mm. and it took me a while to kind of break out of that and okay. now we do community development and other things like that that i'm happy with yeah but for a while there i was like i feel like i'm trapped a I little was, bit you felt stuck yeah and like, is this it? I've learned that when you feel stuck, it's just like a confirmation that you're about to hit another level. Yes, because it's growth time now. Yep. When is. you feel stuck, it means you got to grow, and yep. you need to you need a challenge sometimes exactly. to to go. shake it up. Yes, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, when business is slow, because mm -hmm. creative entrepreneurs, every creative entrepreneur knows this feeling. Mm -hmm. When it's not being monetized or mm -hmm. when the money isn't the cash flow isn't flowing mm -hmm. <laughs> um how do you m how have you motivated yourself in the past to continue and not to give up on it prayer mm -hmm. um i listen the lord is my best friend i gotta and shout him out period <laughs> that's the theme that's the theme yeah that's the theme right yeah. now <laughs> yeah i really gotta shout him out because you know there have been some really dark days some days where i'm like yo is this really what i'm supposed to be doing like mm. you know but prayer prayer has really been the source of my um drive um and just you know turning actually reading the bible sometimes like ephesians he's mm. able to do exceedingly hey. above all that you can ever think or imagine like that alone in itself is um, a motivating factor for me like 
what I think for myself is not even um, as great as what he thinks for Come me. Come on. It's so true. And it it's is. just like, and I find that um, when when it is a, a, a seed, like when it's, uh, when it's a God-given dream or mm-hmm. vision, th- mm-hmm. the provision is there too. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, sometimes it's a thing where maybe you can't, make it happen now mm-hmm. but it will come to fruition girl you know that you know like ecclesiastes mm-hmm. 311 he mm-hmm. makes everything beautiful and in its time when it's time when it's time you're gonna see e- something exactly exactly <laughs> when it's ready like exactly. when it's ready and it might not be ready now but mm-hmm. it will be ready eventually or you just keep chipping and away you will at the dream. Be ready. And you'll be ready. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so you just keep chipping away at the dream. Exactly. Keep chipping away yeah. and keep doing your little thing and then eventually it will bloom. Exactly. And and yeah. then you'll start to see some yeah. results. Because I know that there's mums listening who are feeling guilty because th- the money is not coming in, mm-hmm. but they don't want to give up mm-hmm. but they need to provide for their kids. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that dilemma of like, what do I do, God? Mm. Like, how do I keep my dream alive and Mm -hmm. and continue chasing my dream Mm -hmm. without sacrificing? Like, I need to provide for the children. Mm -hmm. Um, And in that case, I guess sometimes the best way is really just to keep a job. Yeah, exactly. Like what I said. <laughs> yeah, keep a job. Keep a job. Keep, right? <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to always put a hundred percent into your business. Maybe mm. today you only put one percent. But you know it accumulates. Right? It's a little something. A little Every mickle Every mickle mickle Just bit by bit. Exactly. Something, something and put together and then eventually Exactly. It will come together. I like that a lot. And so guilt. Mama guilt. Yo, that's a real thing. Yo. It's real. I didn't even know until like I thought like it was an exaggeration. No, it's a real it's thing. It's deep. It's super deep. Like right now, so I opened a storefront, right? Mm-hmm. And it has taken a lot of my time. And like right now, I'm like, yo, I have two kids at home that <laughs> girl. You know, it there it mom. <laughs> <laughs> yo it's a real thing and it's I, real it's a super real thing and then it's like when i'm with my children and it's like yo i need to be i need to get i need to do something i need to work on this i need to work on that yeah like i want to put you through this 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 and this and this you know what that's gonna take money that's gonna mm. take right i need to go then and work so it's like fun. or you feel like i feel like there's this dilemma that a lot of moms have where it's like when you're not with your kids you're thinking to yourself, oh man, I'm really like, I'm really uh, abandoning my dreams or I'm not, I'm mm. not, you know, mm-hmm. I'm letting go of like my, my passions. Mm-hmm. I'm not working towards, you mm-hmm. know, this thing or I'm allowing motherhood to become my full identity and all of this Yo, stuff. But you got to be careful because it, it, <laughs> it can, it, it can, it really can. And then when you, when you're not with the kids and you're working towards it, you think, oh man, am I a terrible mom? mom? Yeah. I should be home with the children. I should exactly. be doing this. I should be doing that. And I have realized that you have to just give yourself grace. Oh, absolutely. Grace. And just be mindful of your time. Like, I think it's all about balance. Yeah. Right? Um, And once you, you find that balance, 
I was telling my friend this morning, we were talking about mum guilt, the same, very same thing. Mm-hmm. And she was just saying that, you know, um, there are times where when you're working, sometimes you might have to miss a recital or two when you're pushing your dreams. And I'm like, you don't have to. I feel like there's a way to figure out where you don't have to miss the recitals. For mm-hmm. example, there's a way for you to do it so that you don't miss the recitals and you also don't neglect yourself and mm-hmm. self-care. For example, maybe I'm going to the bake sale on Saturday for the kids, but it doesn't mean I have to bake the cookies from scratch. I can go buy the cookies or make somebody else bake the cookies for me. I'm going to the bake sale, but it doesn't mean I have to bake the cookies because I don't have time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I'm at the bake sale, I can even be getting, I can be vlogging Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that I'm still keeping up with my my Mm -hmm. branding. I'm Mm -hmm. keeping up with my business. Mm And then when the bake sale is done, I save myself a cookie so that I can sit down and coach with <laughs> a cookie. Like what you did there. Yeah, with a cookie and my hot chocolate and I can watch a film and that's my self-care. And yeah. I found a way to figure it out that I can be there for my child. Yeah. I can still do little bits for my business and I can still take care of myself. Yeah, it's really just killing two birds with one stone. Yes. <laughs> And try and make it, and you have to be over-organized. So like what you were saying before about making sure that you plan and have your planner and yeah. set deadlines for yourself and stick to them. Exactly. It really is about being very organized yeah. with yourself you and just be being like, intentional. this is this is what I'm doing. Yeah, for sure. And um, I'm planning ahead mm-hmm. so that when the time comes, you're not feeling overwhelmed or you're not chasing your yeah. tail. Yeah, absolutely. There is actually a book that I read last year, a year before that kind of just changed my whole life for the good it's called atomic habits oh i've never heard of this one. Oh, girl you gotta read that book i have never heard of this book okay tell me um so it's just about tracking your habits your day-to-day is basically just your habits and one of the things he talks about is um buying back time Ooh. so for example meal prepping is buying back time right okay because now you don't have to think every day just like the uniforms we were just talking about you don't have to think and waste 20 minutes oh what am i gonna wear what am i gonna wear no you plan ahead yes and you buy back that time um so yeah that's just something that popped into my head Mm. you just have to have a good habit you got to get rid of the old habits and develop new ones and you also have to understand your triggers like what makes you fall back into you know those bad routines yeah and what is it that what causes me to be disorganized Mm -hmm. what is the thing that can kind of so what's an example of that for example like scrolling on instagram okay that's a terrible habit yeah right because you can or tiktok you completely forget the time Mm. um so setting an alarm would be understanding the trigger like i know once i go on tiktok i might stay there for like a whole hour and waste that hour. So in that case, I'm going to prevent that from happening by setting an alarm in my phone so that when it goes off, it's like, oh, time's up. Back to reality. Yes. Type of thing. Okay, right? cool. And making sure like understanding the domino effect behind certain things. So for example, if I don't do, so I can plan out my outfits for the week, mm-hmm. which is how I like to live because mm-hmm. my weeks are busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, every day I've got something to do. Because my week, because my life is busy, I have to plan my outfits ahead. Mm-hmm. 
And because I'm plus size as well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a new body that I'm in, right? Mm-hmm. This is a new body, and I don't really, I don't understand it like I knew my old, my old one. Yes. So I need to make sure that I've organized. I know what I'm wearing. Yeah. I've tried it on. I've done the mirror test. Yeah. All the angles. I've yeah. even done and the that's photo test. Back time. Yes. Plan out all the outfits so that I know what I'm wearing throughout the week, and I know that it's a fail safe. I've tried there you go. tried and true. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But that means I have to make sure I do the laundry on time. Otherwise, it's literally a whole I training. ruin the whole thing. Exactly. The whole domino exactly. effect. So it's like it's little things like that. Yep. Okay, that is actually a very good tip, you know. Mm-hmm. That is a time management tip. It is, it is, it really is. Because I feel like mum mums it's like i don't know it's like a battle against time it's mum versus time <laughs> and is. i don't even know how you do it with two children Listen. and they're on un- two under two or two under three yeah they're... that's like that's yeah it's... yeah because when one's one stop bar the next one start bar <laughs> exactly and now now like they have mouth like they're ganging up on me and i'm like who is you <laughs> it's true oh my gosh and they're probably just like tearing up the house girl you don't even want to see mm. you don't even so see. how do you have a do you have a space in your home where it's just your no kids allowed kind i thought of zone? i did no no because no. that's like, one thing about that? kids is they will test no. they will test your even privacy. the toilet like sometimes i'm like okay let me just hide on the toilet for no, they'll find you. No, what you doing, like, mommy? Wait, like honestly, in. you see the fingers crawling underneath the doors. <laughs> mommy, mommy, they come into it. I feel like it's a dream for me. I know in our next house we're gonna have this. Right now our apartment's small, but when we when we move, mm-hmm. our next home will be big enough for us to have like a no a kid free zone, like a room it, where they must thing. not end up. Like we want a creative space because my husband's a creative too. Okay. And we just want an office for us, a yeah, studio where we put can a lock just, on that. yeah, <laughs> where it's just no toys, no yep. kids. Yep. It's just we can lock ourselves in there and yep. do what we and eat do. snacks and not have to share. Not have to share. My whole, <laughs> I'm gonna have a drawer of all my things, exactly. all my, and I'm gonna have a mini exactly. fridge in there for my grapes and my little apple slices, and it's my apple slices. Exactly, <laughs> it's a real thing, man. Yeah, because thing. you know, I find like my husband, like he. He records his he he does YouTube right he he records his YouTube videos in the middle of the night like at two a.m. when all of us are sleeping because he it's like when can I I gotta record my videos but the house is just like a zoo yeah it's a zoo it's a zoo it's absolutely so I feel like it would be good it's a dream for me actually just to have a creative space in the home where it's just like I can go in there and just get what I need to do done play Mm -hmm. my music Mm -hmm. you know. And just have the diffuser go with the eucalyptus yeah, oil and just absolutely. mix stuff. It was just yesterday I was checking the songs that I've listened to this past year. Oh, yeah, you did the Spotify wrapped. <laughs> Ask me what was number one. What? Coco Melon. Oh, my God, why? Not even <laughs> seeping into your Spotify too. Come on. I was ashamed for myself. Oh, man. But that's your life right now, though, because they're young. But it's as the life. kids grow, and that's why sometimes I have, like, older moms on this pod. Mm-hmm. And I love those episodes too because I get to hear like what my life will be like when it's all uh-huh. said and done. You know, sometimes their kids are grown and I'm just like, oh, must be nice. Right? Retirement <laughs> can't come too soon. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. So but right now, because our little ones are young, it's like a different experience mm-hmm. to when they will like, you know, when they're grown and yep. out of the house yep. and then we can just do what we need to, you know, yep. we can backtrack. So how's marriage? 
marriage is great to be honest um better i don't know if this is bad to say but better than i expected that's not bad to say okay so yeah marriage has been good um and it's nice to have a supportive partner yeah um that drives you and you drive them and challenges you and so forth um yeah i really have no complaints about marriage i feel like that's a a real life hack <laughs> but i mean ask a supportive me in, partner uh, ask me in 10 years because apparently i'm still in quote-unquote honeymoon, yeah. honeymoon yeah it's we're still newlyweds because yeah. we've both been married three years exactly. so we're still we're still exactly. new, newlyweds exactly. it's like this is early stages yeah we haven't even hit like the yeah yeah they say seven years is when you really the seven get seven year itch yeah how long have you been with your husband like before marriage? um four years four. We got, we got, oh so you got, got married after one yeah we got okay oh yes yeah, so that is the honey oh yeah, girl yes still- <laughs> yeah you still, still enjoying life we're still yeah. enjoying life okay so my husband and i've been together for eight years okay um and married for three mm-hmm. um but i feel like we've been through so much just even in that short time i don't yeah. know if eight years is a short time but like moving country yeah. a few times now yeah. Yeah. um obviously the the baby uh businesses that we run like we've mm-hmm. been we've done a lot and we were long distance for four years okay and we, i'm long distance right now really yeah. so where is your husband living in nigeria oh wow so very but smart. that means you get someone to travel you get somewhere to travel often yeah we were just in nigeria in december actually okay i was with, there with the kids and it was nice so n- long distance marriage isn't hard um I mean, of course I miss him. Yeah. Um, but I trust that God is doing what he's doing mm. and that there's a reason why we're not together right mm. now. Um, I think he is making me better and making him better. So yeah. that when, you know, we reunite, um, we are our best selves for yeah. each other, right? So I love that. I know that the the long distance part for us was quite trick was challenging, like um, from London to Toronto was very, very hard. And um, mm-hmm. even during my pregnancy, I did most of that pregnancy alone because mm-hmm. he was here. He was yeah. in Canada and I was in the UK still. That was really tough. Yeah. But um, once you get through on the other side, you are strengthened. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I, I love that for you. Absolutely. And I think even just having your babies during the pandemic because like the best, I think that's the perfect time to have kids, you know. Because nothing's going on, nothing's happening. <laughs> it's like a Sunday. It's like a long Sunday. <laughs> Absolutely, it was. It was nice to have pandemic babies. Absolutely, um, and like what you said, like being pregnant alone is, it's a lot. It really is a lot. Mm. And I actually ha- just lost my third. Oh no! And it, listen, motherhood, man, girl. I'm sorry. Do you know? Do you find? This is something I wanted to talk about, actually. Do you find, yeah, that with child loss, it's like not, do you find it, do you find that you don't have the space to talk about it? Do you ever feel like when you bring it up that people are kind of, you know, dismissive or don't want to discuss it? Um, I feel like they're intrigued. Mm-hmm. I feel that it happens more often than, like, my story is just my story, but 
it happens more often than I would have even thought. Yeah. Um, but one in five. Yeah, it happens quite often. Yes. But I also feel like there that conversation is not happening or like it's taboo to have that conversation. And myself, I talk about it pretty openly. Like this is the first time we're meeting and I just told yeah. you that. Um, but I find that it's like, I don't know, like people hang on to that uh, story and I think it needs to be shared. Like we need to talk about this. We do need to talk about it. I feel like it's, I can understand why it's difficult to talk about. Absolutely. But the more we talk about it, the more, the less mothers will feel alone when Mm -hmm. it does, if, if it does happen to them, like obviously we don't wish that on anybody, but it happens often it happens. it happens very commonly and people need to feel like they can then they're, they're not alone exactly and that they can talk about it that there is space for the discussion to be had and one thing that i think that is overlooked constantly is how hard it can be to go back to work to go back to life go, go back to your routine after experiencing child loss oh, absolutely because people feel like oh well there's no baby so there's nothing for you to do like you know when you just have a baby people understand that you need to look after the child you need to you need to heal you need to people understand that you've got like a big responsibility now and so they give you that time to kind of recuperate before you get back to work but when you don't when you lose the child there is no baby so people think oh well you can just get back to life when it's like no i need time no absolutely (laughs) absolutely and even like as the mother that loses the child like I remember, like, my breasts started to produce the milk. Exactly. Like, but there's no baby. There's no baby. But right. the but your body is still it's doing still what doing. it's doing. Yeah. You, f- lest we forget, you still bleed. Yeah. You still have to heal. Exactly. All of those things still have yeah. to happen. And you have to process grief. Yeah. And you have other children. Other children yeah. to take care of. So yeah. it's like... I still need maternity leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, Honestly, I still I need mama leave. <laughs> no, seriously, I still need that time. Yeah. I really still need that time. Yeah, and I think that that's not, you know, acknowledged. What was that like kind of going back into running your business and stuff after all of that? Honestly, I guess you're still processing, I'm huh? still processing it. And I also feel like that was, uh, earlier I said, like I had gone through something that kind of ignited me to really just get back into my business. But when I was in the hospital um, and I and I lost my son, I was just thinking, thankfully nothing happened to me, but I could have lost my life, right? This is and, something else. Yeah, right? this is- I could have lost my life. And I had that moment was, if I lost my life right now, what would I have been able to give my children? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot goes like mentally, a lot goes through your mind when you lose a child. Um, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about him. Yeah. Hmm. But we move. Right. So, yeah, it's okay. These are feelings that are valid and important yeah and so you do have space absolutely absolutely you have space for that right now yeah like you said it's it's important to have these conversations thank you it's important to have these conversations because this is just my story Mm. and i know 
people that have gone through similar experiences or even worse experiences yeah right so but just because like i think that's 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 a good point but just because other people might have gone through quote unquote worse experiences Mm -hmm. that doesn't invalidate absolutely yours absolutely you know absolutely and it's like um you know when people say Oh, there are people starving in Africa. Mm. Well, I'm still hungry. <laughs> I'm still hungry, Becky. I'm still hungry. <laughs> Becky, <laughs> I still want my lunch. Honestly, <laughs> okay. And I'm sorry to those kids <laughs> in Africa, right? But me, no. I still need my food too. I think so too. And yeah. I think that is worth absolutely, you know, taking note of. Just because other people might have had it quote unquote worse. And plus, what's worse? Because everyone's threshold and tolerance for pain is is very very different. different. That's very true. That's very true. So for you, this little, if I tap my knee to you, that might not hurt at all. But if I did that to my little one, she'd probably cry. (laughs) Absolutely. Because she can't take that (laughs) that type of pain. Yeah. And so everybody is different and everyone's built different. Mm Mm-hmm. And everyone is mentally and emotionally prepared for different things. So, I mean, for you going through it, maybe not even feeling like you had the space to just offload. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you've got a business to run. I have a business to you've run. You've got kids to take care of. Absolutely. You're holding everything together. You're holding yourself together. Mm-hmm. So when do you get time to just... <laughs> Let it go. Release <laughs> no, and just absolutely. ball. <laughs> Um, I found that, um, so personally, the way I function is I give myself a, a deadline. I'm, I'm really passionate about deadlines. And after I lost my son, I'm like, okay, I'm giving myself a month to feel bad for myself, essentially. But I believe that you can't get stuck in your sadness because that can take over your life. Yeah. So after I hit that month, I'm like, okay. Anisha, this happened to you. It's very unfortunate, but you got to keep it moving, right? Life is a journey, and you got like you just you just have you to, do have to push yourself. You just to have to continue, but there is also no timeline on grief. No, absolutely, mm. and it shows up differently. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. Some days I'm talking about this and. I won't bust a tear, mm. but today it's sometimes just, you just feel it. You just feel it. And I don't judge myself for, for feeling Period. how I feel in certain days. I just go with it. And I, and it's interesting how it shows up on a daily for yeah. me. Right? Um, it's a journey and no one, I don't think you get over losing someone. You just learn how to live with it. Yes. That's what they say, isn't yeah. it? That it doesn't get lighter, but you get stronger. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So and I, despite what happened i i honestly thank god for what he did in my life like he really showed me love unconditional Mm. love um and he strengthened me in ways that i didn't even know i need strengthening um and now i'm more ignited more um ambitious or more determined to build to grow to love right so Mm. And then I guess that will show up also in the creativity. It will show up in the work and mm-hmm. it gives us more like these are scars and stories and layers that we can just kind of like pour into the things that we're making and creating. Absolutely. 
and that just makes everything more I guess more beautiful in the long run too mm. it's like part of our story we have stuff to talk about and yeah. stuff to <laughs> you gotta write a book one day <laughs> put it all in a book or yeah. like a or like a um a graphic novel mm-hmm. you know like nice. a, you yeah. know like you know the, you know them ones you know yeah. the type yeah. <laughs> yeah. to just display like you know just you know your story Absolutely. And documenting our stories. And that's another thing about being a creative and being an artist is that we make things and that we have stuff to show. Yeah. We have stuff to show for our life. And it's not just um like this is something I made during this time of my life, or this is what mm-hmm. I made during this time of my mm-hmm. life, and this is my art piece from blah mm-hmm. blah blah. And you know, like stuff like that, things that we can go back and look at, whether it's photography, video, yeah. whether it's a project that we did or yeah. an event that we hosted. Absolutely. Something that we that what didn't exist. But we made it exist. Yeah, because memories don't live like people do. Oh, they don't. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've heard that one before. Really? No. Yeah, they don't live like people. Break do. Break that one for me. <laughs> memories don't live like people do. So you gotta capture the moment, right? Mm. Um, people die every day, but those memories live on forever. That's it. Yeah. that's it yeah. oh i like that thank you so much for coming on today and no sharing problem. your story and sharing your you know experiences um Koch creatives is doing great work so for those of you at home make sure you go and look up you want to tell them Koch creatives sure. that's with two k's <laughs> Um, and if you're in Etobicoke, we just opened up a storefront um, at Woodbine Mall. Um, so you can come and um, check us out. We collaborated with another business called Malcolm's Choice. So you can come catch with Malcolm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, um, visit our websites, reach out to um, completely. Your mind just went blank. <laughs> just Patrice. <laughs> Completely went black for a second. Um, And she can tell you all about how to find me. Yes. I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you for coming. This has been an honor, a wonderful day for me to end, wonderful way for me to end my day. I mean, this is my cozy episode, my cozy socks and my Tim Hortons because, you know, I just wanted to just unwind and this has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much. And you guys check back next week for another important episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>